0: Welcome to the H.U. Pirate Ship Podcast. You can find us at www.hupirateship.com, where we talk about the pirates. You can also find us on all social media platforms, including SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. And subscribe for new episodes and content alerts. And now, on to the show. Go Pirate! hey what's up fans it's episode number 84. i'm big reek along with him tonight from the hu pirate ship hey man basketball season is here you ready for hoops uh yeah i guess (laughs) (laughs) i guess (laughs) well to get everybody else ready. I, I am ready. I, I think I'm more of a basketball fan now than a football fan as I get older. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited for basketball season. Uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about the Lady Pirates, give some thoughts on this their team this year. We'll give some thoughts on the men's basketball team, talk about football during the home stretch. There's some interesting HBCU football stuff going on and then just close out with some thoughts about Hampton sports in general. So we'll get right into it. Uh, the Lady Pirates, they are picked, they were picked to finish 13th out of 14th in the CAA uh, by the coaches. Um, they have six returning players, uh, eight newcomers of all types, transfers, freshmen. Um, some key losses this year. Lauren Van Arsdale to Richmond. They lost Nyla Young to William and Mary in Germany Map uh to UMass so those are all big losses um let's see the returning players let's hop back to that a little bit Cameron Hill Amaya Reeves uh Cheyenne Talbot Heaven Amicius, Ariana Wilkes and Leasia Foreman so uh, especially Cameron Hill and Amaya Reeves they're 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 looking to have a big season uh last year um, uh, Cameron Hill she averaged 10 and a half points per game three rebounds and uh, so, and she's uh, six foot. So um, some some interesting players come back, some heartbreaking losses. What do you think about those losses, man? I mean, I guess everybody can transfer, but does, does that say anything? <laughs> Should there be any concern about those losses, man? Those are huge. Those are huge,
1: huge losses. You lose Lauren Van Arsdale, who we applauded when Six recruited her. And you don't just lose her to a bigger program. You lose her to a rival program in Richmond. That—that That is something that hurts. And then you lose Nyla Young, who, you know, this was another huge uh, pickup for Sixers' program. And many of the Pirate alumni, the Pirate Faithful, were so happy to have her. And he loses her to William & Mary. Oh, moogly. And then Germany, Map. We kinda understood it and we saw it. Uh we saw that, you know, this is probably was yes, yeah, he was she was gonna leave. You can you could see it, the body language, you know, all of that. So the fact that she left, it 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 was something that we, we saw. So um uh those were losses that you know we we understood, but uh Van Orsdale and Nyla Young were things that I were losses that i think were are too difficult for the program to overcome and you know it's just something i think that six probably doesn't know how to recover from um as of yet
0: yeah those are the kind of losses where you gotta gotta take stock right you gotta sit back and be like yo what's going on like what what are we not unless you know he was happy for them to leave i can't imagine. I cool. mean Van Arsdale, I mean she put it, you know, she came back from ACL and all kind mm-hmm. of knee injuries so she's yeah. putting her time. The the one that's a little more confounding is the Natalie Young um, yeah. to lose her to William Mary, yeah. That that's uh yeah. Man, that, that that's something. <laughs> there there has to be like an all hands meeting to to figure yeah. out what happened there. Like <laughs> that's, Yeah. yeah. That's no, no, definitely,
1: definitely. And you know, it's more one of those um with her, it's like because she felt like she was homegrown for a lot of us, you know, like uh, like somebody that we, uh, the tired uh, alumni, wanted. And, you know, it's just like she, we lost her to a program just down the road. And it was just, you know, it's not that it was heartbreaking. It was like, you know, to, it's to each his own. But the fact that, that you lose three very uh, uh players for a, a team that if – they could have stayed together this year would have been, you know, uh, a really good program. So now, you know, we're looking at uh, all of these newcomers, you know, and to his credit, you know, David Six did bring in some really uh, tall players. He brought in a 6'2 player, you know, so we have some. We, You know, he brought in a lot of light uh, for this team. So I think for us it's more, you know, uh, could he get them to jail early?
0: Yeah, that's that's the challenge. Um it looks like he's going for height and size. I think they are they're six players uh over six feet. Yeah, yeah. six feet or better. So definitely yeah. need that in the CAA. Um but uh, you know, interestingly enough, a lot of a lot of them are hurt, man. I mean they yeah. I think they I know for the Providence game, they only dressed yeah. uh ten players. And I was at the UNC game today, uh, that's right around the corner, literally. Um and there were still five players on the bench uh, not dressed yeah. and there were some yeah. of the tall ones too so yeah uh they're trying to get healthy so it's hard to say I, we both watch you know uh, the the providence game and mm-hmm. like i said i went to the unc game in pre- it's hard to say what they have because they're so injured and but yeah. six in his interview with the virginia pilot seems to think that once he has everybody then it's going to be something special um that could be every, true.
1: Every coach says that. I every know what he's supposed to say. That. <laughs> right. It's like every coach says that. Oh, I get I get my guys, I get my guys. No, it's like my thing is that Nolan Richardson 40 minutes of hell defense that six runs, you know, it, we're talking about a lot of these like these like these kids are worn out like not even at the half, you know, at, at the half uh, the halfway point of the season. They're worn out when the season starts so i don't know i mean it is what it is so i just don't like seeing young players who have potential you know i mean and it's okay It's 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 a a market where you know these kids can come and go and i and i want them to be able to be comfortable and you know expressing their you know their desire to play elsewhere but at the same time if it's something that we could keep in-house and I would rather keep good players in-house. Now that's if they were, uh, you know, gelling with the team.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I mean, you know, I mean, six calling card has been defense, but um, from the two games and especially watching the one today, uh, the offense is really struggling. They only put up 32 points at UNC. I mean, they're supposed to lose that game, but, uh they yeah. couldn't get a bucket like i mean not even like it's almost like they couldn't run offense like um mm-hmm. unc was getting open looks and uh what we were stuff we were running uh was very basic and it seems yeah. like unc just sniffed it out before they even knew it hopefully that's due to the injuries and all the newcomers but
1: yeah yeah
0: with the way things run nowadays all the transfer everybody has influx of talent in and out you got to Got to start faster than this, like it can't look yeah. like they're, their yeah. sets were so vanilla, yeah, easy to defend. Like that can't happen,
1: <laughs> yeah, not, not yeah. nowadays. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, no, you're right, you're right. So, I'm thinking, man, I, I don't think I mean, six is still a good coach, and I don't think they're going to finish 13th, assuming everyone, if everyone gets healthy, they'll be more competitive than that. If not, then it's going to be a long season. Um, there are some pieces. Uh, even with the game today, UNC. I mean, you know, they've they they have some good athletes, and uh, they can do some damage. But they got to get healthy, and uh, lock in, and just get some, find a way to man manufacture some easy buckets, man. That that's that's the yeah. key. Everything's yeah. so hard, man. That that that's yeah. that's my takeaway from from what they were running offensively. Everything's yeah. hard, but they did yeah. rebound well against UNC. That is something yeah. to be encouraged by. I think even at yeah. halftime, they had a big rebounding edge. So that that is something encouraging.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know what? I would just say it like this. Um, this will be a good MEAC program, yeah. <laughs> a Amazing. good meat, but well, what's good?
0: Yeah. Well, could, they, I don't think they could beat Norfolk. Well, we'll see, yeah. Norfolk State oh, yeah. is cruising yeah. right now. They're girls, yeah. man. They just had two big ones.
1: What is what are they doing over there that you know, oh. like because we were doing it, but. We're not doing
0: it. <laughs> we doing you know something. What? We doing something. Yeah, we doing something. But yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Yeah, yeah. Norfolk State—they got something going on over there. So yeah, we'll see. We can uh, play them uh, next week. So that'll be a good oh test. <laughs> yeah, a good test. So, just at a, at a to wrap it up, what's your thoughts on the lady? What do you think the outcome is is for them uh, this year?
1: Ah. Uh, I would say they probably wouldn't finish 13th. You know, I'm sure six will probably engineer a few uh, more wins than that. So they'll probably be in that 10 to 12 range. (laughs) But that's uh, wishful thinking. Um, The fact that we did lose Van Arsdale, Map, and Young, you know, that to me is really – those are really difficult, you know, players or, or students to lose, you know. And you know, uh, Nikola Young, she's from Suffolk, you know, King's Fork High School, and you know, that was, you know, that's just some, you know, that's a homegrown and that, that hurt, yeah. And uh, you know, Van Arsdale and Matt, you know, they were one from uh, Spring Hill, Georgia, on um, Powder Springs, Georgia, and they're from Chester, South Carolina. You know, these are uh, guys who um, they didn't go closer to home they stayed uh they went one went further north and the other went just down the road of richmond so it's not like they wanted to they were homesick they just wanted to get out of the program so these are things that i feel like we cannot have anymore so i just feel like the we'll probably gel a little better and our the uh the height will help us more within the caa and my concern is the shooters. Do we have them? And from what we've seen, I know it's early. I mean, we have some scores, but do we have long-range shooters that could help with – and the shooters go hand-in-hand hand with the rebounding. So, you know, if that works, then we probably could finish a little bit uh, higher than predicted.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, If you can't shoot, you can't win nowadays. So, yeah, hopefully they, they come alive. <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> so, cautiously – optimistic that we will be better than 13th i think that's the the verdict of the women's team uh on to the men um one thing that noted, i noticed man was looking at the first team and second team preseason awards uh prediction for the players in the ca so the CAA recruits globally so you know as we've been talking about what it takes to compete in the CAA, like not only do we have to up the recruiting <laughs> here, but we got to find p- folks that ain't even from here. So, I mean, in the, from the states. So, the first team had a dude from Croatia, or has a dude from Kuwait, Croatia, yeah. Croatia, Nottingham, England. The rest are all uh, U.S. Uh, citizens. And then the second team has three dudes from Australia. Yeah. Uh, so it's a it's a it's still a different world that we are. Where, where we come from, than <laughs> where, where we are. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, this team is also predicted to finish 13 out of 14. Yeah. Um, Jordan Nesbitt did receive honor- an honorable mention preseason selection. He's yet to play due to more compliance nonsense. Uh, they hope that he can play uh, by uh, the second semester or the spring semester. We need him. So, let's hope mm-hmm. he gets straightened out soon. Uh, lots of newcomers. I mean, you know, the roster at a high level is uh, probably goes too deep uh, yeah. at every position. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not huge drop-offs when you go to the bench. So yeah joint is trying to figure that out. But I mean, who, who interests you on this roster, man, besides uh, Nesbitt, we know Nesbitt's a, a known, uh, known entity. Nesbitt and Mullen, we know who they are.
1: Yeah. Ballers. Um, you know, I'm definitely interested in, uh, Maxwell, you know, and, and Patrick Wilcox, you know, he kind of came out like, oh, okay, baller. Um, but I think for us, you know, cause we talked about this guy all summer, Jerry Dean. Yeah. And we're sitting here like, Hey, you know, we watched him on IG and we're like, okay, you know, he's long, he's athletic, you know, he, you know, he could, he could shoot, you know, and he could uh, run the floor I think we were more uh, like excited about him, him and we just want to see how that kid develops, you know, you know, he's only a freshman. So he's a guy that I'm, I'm interested in looking at uh, Tristan Maxwell as well, because, you know, he's the son of Mad Max, you know, mm-hmm. Vernon. Yeah. Um, but, you know, another person is uh Will Henderson and Will Henderson, um, he uh, he's, you know, a Richmond guy and then, I spoke to, you know, one of his uh, mentors, you know, and his mentor, you know, swears by him. So, you know, I think he's probably going to be a work in progress, but, you know, definitely interested in seeing him. But from, you know, just but the the top ones on the list, definitely Jerry Dean, definitely Will Cox, and quietly William Henderson.
0: Yep, I agree. And, you know, who I've liked so far, and he, he's, I guess he was was not on the initial newcomers uh, list, but Javon Benson from South oh, Carolina. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's a big guy, rebounder, yep. Re- rebounder. <laughs> yep. so
1: yeah, rebounder. Yeah, so
0: based on that, what you said, and what I've seen so far, I think, you know, they're dealing with injuries and compliance stuff already too. So when everything shakes out, I'm, here, will, here will be my ideal starting five. Uh, Tristan Maxwell. Jordan Nesbitt. Yeah. Hedrick Wilcox. Yeah. Uh Kyrie Smullen and Javon Benson. Yeah.
1: You know what? I I I definitely would do that too. Um, I think Benson, you know, he kind of showed that he's a, he's a, he's a he's a he's a freight train in that uh hey man. <laughs> That's a big guy. Right. So, you know, so I definitely like that. And he he's he showed that he can kind of uh, run the floor. So I, I like that. And Definitely like, you know, him pairing up with Mullen down in the paint. And Mullen can take it to the top of the key and, and take it and and play on the wing some. So I think Joyner needs to kind of figure out the balance in between there. But, you know, we got to start getting these guys accustomed, you know, because right now we're we've only lost two games within a three game schedule. So, you know, so it's it's time to start seeing this uh this roster that we were high on early, you know, get to work.
0: Yeah, like I said, we mentioned we we've lost two, the both both division. Here's the coincidence: like both Division One teams we played against, we've lost, and they both are our rivals. So we lost a relatively close one to Howard and another close one to Norfolk State. Um, So they're struggling out the gate. Joiners teams start slow. I saw something, another pilot uh, article where the team is saying we're aware of that and we're trying to overcome that, but so far. It's uh not happening yet. So uh, hopefully everybody can get healthy and they can, you know, exceed expectations. So um, they're going to be good to watch. They got shooters. They got dunkers. They got everything, man. I mean, they've got everything you need to be competitive. There's size. They got everything, man. So let's just hope it can gel. I think they'll be entertaining and uh, a good, a good fun team to watch. So if I were in Hampton, I would definitely go see them. Um, So, What's the verdict man will they be 13th as the as the CAA coaches predict
1: I will say this um they have too much talent to not be 13th but if they be if they are 13th then it's not the talent it's the other thing so I will just say the other thing but I think the talent overcomes the 13 number and they'll be uh closer I think honestly I think the talent's top 3 top 5 but if they're not able to be that, if they're, like, in that 7 to 12 range, then I would say that the talent wasn't firing on all cylinders. But if they are in that 13 to 14 range, then it, then the talent hasn't been cultivated. I'll, I'll leave it there.
0: Got gotcha. you. I agree. Um, on to football season. Um, team is 5-5. Five and five. Lost a <laughs> heartbreaker to William & Mary. You told me all about that one. Luckily, I can watch Heartbreak. that one. <laughs> um,
1: I'm so mad. I was sitting here like I knew, and I'm going to just say this too. I knew when it was a crucial fumble from uh, the quarterback right then when I think that uh, Butts was lined up on the right side of him and uh, William & Mary's defense um, reflected the strong side. The William and Mary defensive end was lined up across from Butts. And, of course, I could see that Zealous was going to audible to something else. The William and Mary defensive end who was right in front of him knew exactly what was coming. And I'm sitting here thinking, if I could see it, then he definitely knows. I mean, I was thinking that once the audible happened that uh, Zealous would just do a pitch out and let Butts get on the corner, and he would easily outran that defensive end. But he wanted to do, I guess, the play call for an option, and it was just a a bundle of a play. And, man, my whole thing was that, to me, signified that the game was over because I think that we had the momentum. We were about to go up again. And I was thinking that, okay, this is it. And I think that once that happened, you could feel that the team was already like it's over because mm-hmm. we had them. And we I it's like I felt like it probably felt like that in the stadium. And the, William & Mary knew it, and we knew it. So it's things like that. I mean, I would say this. Both teams were equally matched. Uh the offensive lines were just about as good. I think offensive line was a little bit more physical. Quarterbacks were just as um just as who they were, you know, non-accurate runners. Um the receivers were <laughs>
0: pretty, Yeah, the receivers <laughs> were
1: who they were and the running game was the running games were awesome. And the defense was stopped somewhat up front, and it was exactly—they were exactly mirror images of each other. The problem was the mental acuity or the mental toughness at certain points, and I think that we and Mary had more of
0: it at certain points. That's it.
1: Man. And as far as—and as far as going for the rest of the season, um,
0: can
1: know, they beat Elon?
0: I, I'll be at that game. Long as the weather's nice, I will be there.
1: I don't know. You know, at this point, I, we're focused on uh, football. I mean, on basketball. I, you know, I wish I really, and I hate, I hate to see some of these guys go, but they're graduate students, and I'm so proud to see young black men get those master's degrees. Mm-hmm. And for the ones who did, congrats, because you're gonna go far now. Yeah, and, that's true. Uh,
0: that's true. That's one thing. And, uh, remember, when we yeah. went there and talked to those guys. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That, that Hampton degree will take you. Yeah. It will take
1: you far. It will take you far. So I want to see those young men use it, step out on it and do it. Um, This last game is just a game. I know sometimes it might be the last game of your football career. I get it. I understand it. But, you know, it's like, until we're able to be at that level where these other programs are. I mean, I would say this football wise, we're there. Like what we saw with William and Mary, we were definitely there, but, I just think that the mental toughness right now from what we saw just wasn't like we were there, like until that fumble happened, it was just like, okay, we knew, I I knew in my heart of hearts, they got us now and they knew they had us now. And I think you have to kind of overcome that kind of culture within the program, you know, to be successful, honestly.
0: Damn. So they went, they went in a tank right when that happened. Right then, right when it happened. Yeah. You knew Uh Man, you know, I, I always try and watch, but I, I couldn't watch. I didn't watch one second yeah. of this game. I was, lot, yeah. I was in the country, man. with yeah. the sale of coaching football, basketball? I, I didn't, man. I, I, I missed yeah. this whole thing. But you, yeah. you, you filled me in, so I, I appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. saved me some heartache, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man. Well, you know, they could finish six and five. That would exceed expectations greatly. Um. At the end of the season, we'll do one show to wrap everything up and talk about what comes next. Um, One thing, one preview, one thing I think needs to happen is that I think Zealous can be the QB1 next year to really put them in contention, but I think he needs to be pushed. I think he needs – Prenti needs to go out and get a really good transfer uh, quarterback to to push him to really lock in. Because, I mean, some of these mistakes are – mental very mental like, it's like if you spend a little i mean i'm just from what i see yeah um, you spend a couple extra minutes in preparation some of these things yeah. won't happen um yeah. so hopefully if there's someone who could really take his spot and mm-hmm. that preparation you know he'll mm-hmm. he'll prepare and not have something because he, he has all the tools but sometimes we yeah. need to push so that
1: yeah you can run you yeah. can run
0: really well that's my yeah.
1: preview you can run and do yeah that that's what he's good at. So
0: let's see. Hey, I no,
1: yeah, I don't have nothing, nothing to say Uh for,
0: I mean, we'll just wait till signing day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Hey, man, there were some good games at HBCU football. The biggest one was North Carolina Central losing to Howard. And <laughs> Oliver, <laughs> Oliver made the ultimate bullet to material. Talk about they would hang 50 on Howard. So what do you know? Howard came out and hung 50 on them. Whoop them oh, up in graven.
1: Like, I mean, it's the wild part. North Carolina Central is a juggernaut of a program, especially in football. And we beat Howard. I mean, I'm sitting here like, we beat Howard. And y'all, they put a 50-burger on you guys.
0: Mm-hmm. Punched I them mean, in the mouth. Punched them right in the mouth.
1: Did they really think that they, that this is the Howard of old? This is not the Howard of old, you know. The coach at Howard is the guy that we all feared. He is a great coach. Yeah. All of those three star guys that he recruited have come to fruition. And he's not leaving. We were hoping that I'm I'm still hoping that there's a uh I don't know a conference USA program that needs uh a tight ends coach or, a, or <laughs> an offensive line coach or or uh or, hey an offensive coordinator take him or uh nfl program that wants uh needs a tight ends coach come get this guy get him you know and the same way with basketball Blake and he gotta go man like you too good for Howard get away you know like that we want we want the nickelberries back. We want the fleas back. We need those guys because we enjoy beating up on those guys. So, um, but the fact of the matter is North Carolina Central, I thought, was too Probably too cocky going up there thinking that oh we just going to play and Howard, and Howard. I mean, we saw this because we've seen we we have up close views with um with Howard. We knew what we knew who, the personnel that they had. And I knew it was probably gonna be a closer game that's probably gonna be, you know, maybe Central wins by 10, but it was a close 10. But no, not nobody saw a 50 burger. Mm-mm. And I will Mm-mm. just say this too. Um, I'm really, I'm really proud to see Howard actually do it you know, because and I mean, I think a lot of times, you know, they say since Hampton and Howard is such an intense rivalry, it is but I'm going to be honest, like I saw them in the tournament last year proud of them, you know, because I know they haven't been in a while, you know it's been a minute since they were back there and, you know, this program is you know, we see it, you know, we see what other people see in the program and we're sitting here like, oh, that's what we need and their football program is on the ascendant, So, you know, that is, that's excellent. Now, if they go to the Celebration Bowl, I will say this. I went to the last Heritage Bowl when it was Howard and Southern. And Howard won that game. And I remembered how paltry the crowds were. And I remember my father's friend was like, he. I think he was part of the, on the board of the Heritage Bowl then. And we were sitting in his box. And we were looking around and he just was like in a dour mood the whole game. Cause he says, I don't know how we could ever do this again with this small of a fan base. And now now Southern, they brought their people, but Howard didn't. If, if they, they go to the heritage bowl, then I mean it's heritage bowl. But if they go to the Cele- celebration bowl, they need every Howard alum to get there to get to the Mercedes-Benz dome. Everyone. And even if you're not a Howard alum, you need to be there for that game because Howard's going to need not not the support, but the fact is that Howard has to show. The fan base has to show up. And I'm going to say this too. And it's going to be country. What's
0: up? They won't show up.
1: You know what? I think they will, man. It's a, it's a no. Okay. All right. The DC folks ain't showing up, but the folks that live in Georgia are going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm. I, this is my thing. They need to recruit more people for that band too if they're going up against Family members. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh, God. But I, well, yes. I will say that I'm going to just end it here with that. Um, and people on the MEAC fans board, they got mad at me, but I'm going to say this too. If mm-hmm. MEAC wins the Celebration Bowl, the SWAT doesn't get uh, a pass on this because they took a MEAC program. It took a MEAC, a former MEAC program to be a MEAC program. So, a swat don't get a win here. We Miak steals wins here if FAMU wins. So this to me is a double win for everybody.
0: There you go, poking the SWAC, uh fans. You know they like to talk trash. So <laughs> this swarm is coming.
1: I don't know why. I mean, yeah,
0: I don't know either. But y'all uh, only
1: recruit speed.
0: You know they're, they're prolific trash talkers, as we've yeah, seen in the past.
1: Prolific losers. You know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well here here's the deal. If Howard beats uh Morgan State this weekend, which I don't There's know no if it's gonna happen.
1: No, they're not going so? to they are not gonna turn around and lose. Morgan's gotten stronger, but they look if Howard loses, then that's the biggest fault. All right, they did fumble the bag on us.
0: On us, they're gonna lose. So? Morgan, Morgan's gonna Wilson's gonna have him. That defense is gonna be ready. Howard's gotta come right back again. And, yeah. and off that high and execute. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Well, we'll see. They haven't we'll been see. in this situation in a long time.
1: We'll. We will see. We'll see.
0: So if they <laughs> if they win, they're in. If they lose, they're probably out because Central is playing Delaware State. Ooh. At home. Ooh. Oh man, I might go to that game. Ooh. Oh shoot, man. Stay should gone. I go to Hampton no. or should I go to Central? Nah. <laughs> Man, I would go.
1: Well, that's going to be a blowout, too. You yeah, know, Delaware yeah, State. yeah. I mean, but I love I'm the going new to Elon. Uniforms. I got my
0: tickets already. Yeah.
1: I, but I do love um, Delaware State's new uniforms. They're nice.
0: Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty. Yeah. You know, Lou, Lou's pretty, too. <laughs> <laughs> one Did last that. thing, man. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: No, no, I'm good.
0: Go ahead. AT, they yeah. are one and nine. Uh, They close out with Campbell. So they're likely to be one and 10. Well, you heard what we've been hearing. Oh yeah, yeah. We ain't gonna say it though. We're
1: not we're not gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it's like this. I am still correct. The Lee Fobbs era is still in effect.
0: Yeah. What, what I what have, I, we've been hearing that some central yeah. fan, not central, some Aggie fans are digging deep in their couch cushions looking for yep. some some buyout Extra money. money. <laughs> They're
1: they trying to get their Jimbo Fisher money. Man. That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. I would
1: just say this. This is what, honestly, this is what scares me about hiring new coaches. You know, like, we'll get another one of those wannabe CAA guys in at Hampton. And he's going to have that CAA talk, and then he's going to be like this guy, Lee Fobbs. You know, so, no, I mean, that scares me more than anything. Anything? Well, It's like bringing in a, a clown of a CAA guy who thinks, oh, I'm, I've been in the CAA. I've, I've been here. I've been there. And then they go to HBCU, don't know the dynamics, and then turns around and brings in uh, a one in nine program, you know, a horrible program. So, you know. Yeah, that's,
0: but true. Yeah. that's true. That's true. That is, you know, that's an interesting thing you say there. Yeah.
1: I, j- I just,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: I, I am nervous about that. But I I will just say this, though. I would, I would hope that a does not come up with the money and they decide to keep this guy because we play them again next
0: year. That's true. I mean, come on, HBCUs ain't got money to be throwing them around like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, some time.
1: put it into the cafeteria or something or something that the students need, but don't put it into that football coach. Keep it behind there. We need, we need more, we need more stable employment.
0: (laughs) That's that's true. All right, man. Hey, there's one section, man. Uh, One thing we've been talking about. One thing that I thought about as I'm sitting in Carmichael arena today, watching the lady pirates uh, lose to UNC. And I was like, man, it's a rough time for pirate sports. Um, Mm -hmm. All the programs are struggling. And mm-hmm. what makes it more interesting to me is not the fact that we've mm-hmm. gone to the CAA and are struggling there, but we're struggling in places where we shouldn't be Yeah, like yeah. We, we're losing ground against mm-hmm. Norfolk state and Howard. Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. either we, they beat us or we're barely beating them. Mm-hmm. Um Football is up and down. Not yeah. sure what to get from the team week to week mm-hmm. and other sports are struggling. So I, I think, you know it has to turn around it will i still believe in athletic director and the president about what they're doing um but something's wrong and you know the the, the ca was supposed to be more of a prestigious conference no. and would have attracted more uh talent because of that prestige and we're spending more money uh or the school is spending more money to be competitive so you would think that it would show up on the field but it ain't and I just want to want to know what what what's up with that? Like, it, you know, I, I could see if we're standing pat, yeah, against like-minded programs, but we're losing to yeah. Howard and Norfolk State. Yeah, I mean that that's yeah. Something's, yeah. Wrong. <laughs> something's wrong. Something's
1: wrong. You know what? I honestly kind of feel that it's like. I mean, when you clean up a dirty room, it's going to get dirtier before you clean it up, and I, I'm still kind of at that adage. you know, it's like, maybe that couch that you, that grandmama's couch that you had that you thought was nice don't really look good anymore, so maybe you need to get a upgrade at the couch, but um, you can't really upgrade because you still got to pay for another couch, so <laughs> I think for us it's you know, we have to honestly do some soul searching, you know, it's like, I mean, everybody. And, everybody, everybody. and I think, you know, it's like A.D. Henderson, I know he knows that, you know, we're here now and we got to do this now. And, but a lot of this stuff is things that you, like the compliance stuff, you know, a lot of this stuff, I think, you know, from what we've heard is that this is a carryover of this uh poor, uh, poor, management and poor uh judgment from the previous regime that you know it's just starting to come out now so we hear this and we're just like you know i think that it's more booby traps so if if you're if you're in a war and you're you're trying to get into enemy area and they've laid mine traps everywhere and then you lose like a brigade to mines or to like all types of like Uh, problems, you know, this is going to continue to happen. You know, this is a slow march. And unfortunately, I wish we had the uh, financial capability to make it a quicker march, but we don't. So I think for us, it's just that we have to use the resources and the intelligence that we have, and it's going to be a slower march. And I think we just kind of had this, all of us, we got this fire and brimstone mentality, like, we're just going to come in here and everybody's going to go and we're just going to throw money at it and things are going to happen. No, a lot of these CAA programs have been entrenched in the conference for decades. And it's going to take us a while for us to figure out what in the world it takes to be competitive against them. Yeah,
0: and so well, this is that, where that's where we are. That's one half of it. The other half, why are we seem, seemingly losing ground to Howard and Norfolk?
1: <laughs> I mean, they're not great
0: coaches that ain't leaders normally
1: those guys would have been gone Blakeney would have took a job somewhere else they had some other program would have came and swooped him up uh same way with um our guy over at um nsu jones mm-hmm. you know i think like because i remember when the uh coach the, the coach uh, that preceded jones um when he won the uh ncaa bid you know i forgot what program took him some some program out there in, uh, I think, is it Missouri or uh, Texas? Texas took them. And normally guys like that, they don't last long. Uh, uh, HBCUs like Murfield didn't last long, you know. Mm-hmm. When you're successful, even side Alexander, when you're successful, you are gone. These guys are staying. And I think that is to the detriment of us because <laughs> those guys know how to recruit and they can coach. And unfortunately... We have, you know, Joyner, you know, he can get his players in, but it takes him a while for him to cultivate them. And even Moulton is struggling, you know. So, so I just think for us, it's like we we have MIAC coaches and Big South coaches, and we don't have CAA coaches. Not saying that you need to let them go, but they are saying that they need to get with the time. That's it.
0: Yeah, well said. Well said. So got some work to do. I think it'll get done. Hampton gets things done. So, hey, man, that was a great show. I appreciate it. Always. And uh, we'll be back. I would really like to wrap up football season and talk about what's next. Because they they could be on the precipice of some success. So we'll talk about that uh, after the holiday. So everybody have a good holiday. And uh, go, Pirates. Peace.